It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, Welcome to another episode of Bleeding Blue. And today's episode, we will be previewing the Giants for both Dalvin Tomlinson and Dexter Lawrence. This is going to be a little bit different because it's going to be a solo dolo show just Justin Pennick. Get it? That was a funny joke. Just Justin. But David double underscore Powis, he's a bad guy. His internet is not working. It hasn't been working for a few days, and we've already delayed everything enough. So we are going to try and do a previewing the Giants episode today, previewing both Dexter Lawrence and Dalvin Tomlinson. And then tomorrow we will be having our recap episode of the Chicago Bears game, Chicago Bears second week of the preseason. So We're sorry for the delay. We're sorry for being bad people. But without further ado, let's bleed blue. And let's talk all about Dalvin Tomlinson and Dexter Lawrence. Cue the intro. Dalvin Tomlinson, born on February 28, 1994, was drafted by the New York football giants in the second round of the 2017 NFL Draft. And as this team's lead nose tackle, he looks to fill a void that was once left by Snacks Harrison and continue what has been a solid career thus far in the NFL. This is Previewing the Giants. All right, so welcome to yet another episode of Previewing the Giants. This is a podcast called Bleeding Blue. Just in case you are a first-time listener, we are Bleeding Blue for the New York football Giants. And if you do enjoy our content, the best way that you can support us is by leaving a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app and making that review a positive one writing a review and telling us how much you love us and you enjoy us. But uh, yeah, so previewing the Giants, we've been doing this for a while now. This is episode number 70 of Bleeding Blue, which is kind of crazy, kind of crazy. But uh, let's get right to Dalvin Tomlinson. We're going to be doing Dalvin Tomlinson first, then jumping right into Dexter Lawrence. So the Giants have had a great stretch of defensive tackles and nose tackles. Uh, And I'm thinking of all the way back to Barry Cofield, who was solid with the Giants, but then went on to have a good career with the Redskins. But actually, even though in my brain, I'm like, oh yeah, but Barry, Barry Cofield definitely had a much better career with the Redskins than he did with the Giants. But in 2010, Cofield's contract year with the Giants, that was actually his best year. Linville Joseph is another guy who was solid for us, then has gone on to be one of the league's best interior linemen for years now like we're talking all pro and getting uh honors in the nfl top 100 list on nfl network which i think that's a it's a bunch of hogwash even though the players do it i don't really pay attention to those rankings i never watch those shows but uh then jonathan hankins and snacks harrison were on the team together in 2016 that was really fun remember when those two were actually playing together and then now dalvin tomlinson of course and a mix of Dexter Lawrence, uh, both of them look to be the two next great Giants nose tackles, defensive tackles, uh, in this 3-4 system. And basically, out of all of these players that we've previewed so far, I definitely do think Dalvin Tomlinson is one of the most underrated players. 
He's not flashy. He's not going to be a guy. Obviously, you know, the flashy stats of sacks and tackles for loss, it always catches everybody's attention. I know he had one flashy play last year where he blew up a run play in Chicago and it was the home game in Chicago late in the year. But rather than that, you're not really going to hear a lot of Dalvin Tomlinson, but I have always enjoyed his play and his role on this football team. In 2017, on such a bad football team, his solid rookie year didn't get the attention it deserved. 50 combined tackles, 30 solo, only one tackles for loss, one QB hit, one sack. However, some of the most advanced analytics back up his production as a run stopper. In 2017, he finished with a pro football focus grade of 83.9, which was the best grade out of any rookie interior lineman. He also led rookie interior defenders with 26 run stops in 2017. So how Tomlinson was used in that 2017 defense when the team was basically in a base set because they were still running a 4-3, if you're standing at middle linebacker, this is how the line primarily looked from left to right in 2017. JPP, Snacks Harrison, Dalvin Tomlinson, Olivier Vernon. In nickel, he wasn't on the field much because you had guys like Snacks and even Jay Bromley who would play nose tackle on third downs in those nickel sets. In 2018, remember, the full transition to a 3-4 defense left Tomlinson in a very weird spot. A guy who was a natural defensive tackle is now going to transition to defensive end because, remember, uh, Snacks Harrison was still on the team. Now other guys have done it coming out of college before, like B.J. Hill. And it's not the craziest concept, again, to move from a 4-3 to a 3-4. However, look at Dalvin Tomlinson's numbers in film. He gets... He barely gets any pressure on the quarterback. However, that is not necessarily what he is asked to do, nor what he should be asked to do in our system. I go back to a quote I found during Tomlinson's senior week, where he was talking about QB pressure. Quote, I'm great at stopping the run because at Alabama, we were one of the top run defenses in the country. Also, collapsing the pocket on the inside. You have to collapse the pocket to allow the quarterback to step outside the pocket so the outside guys can get a rush on the quarterback. And if he stays in the pocket, you get a sack, end quote. So with that quote and with that whole idea, I think that is one of the biggest reasons he is graded so highly by pro football focus outside of his run game productivity. Now also, you have to remember that he was not on the field during third downs a ton. And based off of how the Giants have talked about Dexter Lawrence, I think that will continue to be the case where Dexter where Dexter Lawrence is going to they're going to try to use Dexter Lawrence as a three down player. Dalvin Tomlinson will primarily be your run stuffing nose tackle on first and second downs. I think that should be his role. I think that is his best role. I think the experiment at defensive end did not work. I think you saw Dalvin Tomlinson be most effective when he made his move and transition officially and fully back to nose tackle after Snacks Harrison was traded. So in terms of his 2018 numbers, he had 59 combined tackles, 28 solo. Now, all of his tackles for losses, they all came after Snacks Harrison was traded, and he had five tackles for losses. He had a 78.9 pro pro football focus grade from 2018. He had a 79.2 tackling grade, which was second best among defensive linemen in 2018. However, no QB hits and no sacks. Thinking about the type of player that he should be for this football team in 2019, he's going to be a run stopper. And I think that is 
very that's such an important role to play on this team in 2019 because if we can make a conscious effort to stop the run and force offenses to become one dimensional that will only help our young secondary stop the pass in a passing league where offenses will become more predictable if we have our hog mollies up front led by Dalvin Tomlinson manning those A-gaps on both sides of the ball, on both sides of the center. So thinking about his role as a run stopper and thinking about his role as a solid force there, and again, collapsing the pocket, thinking about his role there, I think he can be very effective this year. It's not going to be flashy. It's not going to be something that's going to get him elected to a Pro Bowl. And really, it's not even going to be as great as Snacks Harrison. It's not. That's not the type of player that he is. But he is definitely a very solid player to keep an eye out for and a solid player that we absolutely do need to be productive and to be a good defense in 2019. So let's move on to Dexter Lawrence. And I'm going to play the intro again because why not? Every player deserves it. Dexter Lawrence, the second, born on November 12, 1997, was drafted by the New York Football Giants with the 17th pick in the 2019 draft. And after a spring and summer full of questions surrounding his role with the team, he looks to showcase that he can be more than a two-down player and he can be a part of one of the league's best young group of 3-4 defensive linemen. This is Previewing the Giants, Part 2. Yes, this is Previewing the Giants, Part 2, with Dexter Lawrence the second. Did not know that he was a second, even though you know you watch all this film, and even though I literally made a Dexter Lawrence video uh, two days ago, did not notice that he was Dexter Lawrence the second on his jersey, but then look at that, lo and behold. Um, Sexy Dexty, he went to Wake Forest High School in North Carolina, and he was considered one of the best prospects to ever come out of the state of North Carolina. And unlike B.J. Hill, where we talked about B.J. Hill's college stats weren't that flashy, Dexter Lawrence has some numbers that flash off the table and some that don't from his college days. So there's kind of like a combination. For example, his freshman year was where he had the flashiest numbers, and those numbers are seven sacks, nine QB hits, 32 hurries, 33 solo tackles, 10 assists, and 34 run stops. So let's go over some of uh, Dexter Lawrence's significant grades, particularly from his senior year, according to Pro Football Focus. He had an overall grade of 89.8 his senior year, a pass rush grade of 81.8, a run defense grade of 87.7. So the main criticism of Dexter Lawrence coming out of college is why would you draft a nose tackle defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman in a 3-4 system in the first round? Why would you do that when you already have B.J. Hill, Dalvin Tomlinson? Why would you draft like a run stopper? Some of Pro Football Focus advanced stats had Dexter Lawrence pass rush productivity grade as a 7.3, which ranked fourth in his class, a run stop percentage of 11.2, which ranked sixth in his class, his snaps per inside pressure at 28.2, which was in the top 30. So all of these stats are basically saying that he is very productive when he rushes the passer. That's basically what you want to see out of today's NFL players and today's NFL defensive linemen. And 
pass rushers wherever they may line up. You want to see that they're productive. You want to see that they're efficient. You want to see that they hit the quarterback. Now, one of the things that I like about his senior year is despite only having two sacks his senior year in 2018, he had 10 QB hits. So he was still getting hits on the quarterback. Like you look his freshman year, 2016, he had seven sacks, nine QB hits. If you're thinking that somebody's going to have seven sacks, you want them to hit the quarterback more than seven times. So he almost, even though he had seven sacks, he basically only hit the quarterback, you know, less than 10 times. You want your guy to, if he's getting seven sacks, you want him to be hitting the quarterback more. But so even though he only had two sacks a senior year, he had 10 QB hits. So he was still hitting the quarterback and being productive in that manner. So I want to go back to this point where the Dexter Lawrence pick was the pick David and I were most critical of at the time it happened, especially considering there were still a few good draft picks on the board, including two solid tackles, including Andre Dillard. And the question was, why take a run-stopping nose tackle in the first round in a passing league when a pass rusher would be most effective in that spot? Well, this leads to into a conversation on just how effective a guy like Lawrence can be along with his ability to collapse the pocket, as we talked about with Dalvin Tomlinson. The conversation is turned into analyzing our friend Snacks Harrison. So I want to bring up a Pro Football Focus article that basically explored Damon Snacks Harrison's true value in the NFL. And the reason why I bring this up is that, oh, even though Dexter Lawrence is going to be primarily a three-technique defensive end in his first year in the NFL, he is still going to get valuable time at nose tackle. He is still going to be splitting time with Dalvin Tomlinson. Dalvin Tomlinson, I would argue that really people are criticizing um, Dexter Lawrence as not being the three-down player. I do not think Dalvin Tomlinson is a three-down player. I certainly do think that Dexter Lawrence has the potential to be a th- uh, to be a three-down player. And Dalvin Tomlinson may be, depending on how well Dexter Lawrence plays, he may be a guy that actually takes Dalvin, Dalvin Tomlinson's spot eventually on this football team. So let's talk about how valuable Snacks Harrison was to the Lions last year once he was traded. And how, even though obviously Snacks is such a, he's such an exception and he is such a great ball player, but I think people are starting to question the value of how much can a run stopper bring to a team. And I think Snacks Harrison can simply answer that question. So the Snacks effect on the Lions defense was substantial. In the pre-Harrison era of 2018, weeks 1 through 7, Detroit ranked 26th in team run defense grade with a 69.0 and 30th in successful run play percentage, allowing 33.5%. Harrison almost single-handedly flipped the script as Detroit's defense ranked 2nd in team run defense in a team run defense grade, 91.7 and 5th in successful run play percentage allowed with Harrison rostered in weeks eight through 17. So what this basically says is that we obviously highlighted Dexter Lawrence's solid ability, not great, but solid ability to still hit the quarterback. But obviously he is much more well known for his ability as a run stuffer and his ability and and his strength to just overpower at least college offensive guards and make plays in the backfield in college. So What this basically is saying is that these types of players, Dexter Lawrence and Dalvin Tomlinson, they have a very good place on this football team, and they have a very valuable place on this football team. And depending on how they do play this year, it could really, really help out the entire team 
where it's not necessarily like we talk about Lorenzo Carter. It's like, oh yeah, what can Lorenzo Carter do for Lorenzo Carter? What can Marcus Golden do for Marcus Golden? What can Alagogletree do for Alagogletree? When we're talking about Dalvin Tomlinson and Dexter Lawrence, we're talking about what can they do that opens up opportunities for everybody around them. And yesterday, I, I kind of alluded to a video that I made on Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence has been getting some has been getting some flack and he's been getting some hate this preseason over his play. And I would be like, and I'm like, really, hold the horses on the hate for Dexter Lawrence. Even though he's not doing anything flashy, I feel like I've said the word flashy three times, five times this episode. He's constantly getting double teamed. And whenever you see a positive play come from the defensive side of the ball for the New York football giants, you're seeing Dexter Lawrence is getting double teamed. Dexter Lawrence is getting double teamed. And it's amazing. I, I honestly found it to be incredible when you do watch back the film during these preseason games that how Dexter Lawrence's presence, whether it's intended or not intended by opposing offense alignment, how his presence is simply opening up positive matchups and positive opportunities for those around him. Also, remember, the kid is 21 years old. 21 years old, he's going to have a lot of time to grow. Yeah, so like we said, it's about opening up those positive situations and matchups for everyone around him. Dexter Lawrence has been doing it this preseason despite the flack and despite the hate that he's been getting. And remember, 21 years old, he's going to have the time to grow and prosper in this defense this year in 2019. So I think that's going to do it. This was a weird episode um, without David. This is pretty much the first time where I'm really talking extens- extensively Without David, I feel like I'm uh, I'm getting some Mike Francesa vibes right now, where I'm just uh, rambling and bambling uh, by myself for about for about 20 minutes by myself. So I hope you enjoyed. It isn't going to be like this every day. I know this was a little weird. I know this was a little unusual, but you got to know a little bit more about Dexter Lawrence and Dalvin Tomlinson, and basically. Um, I kind of got a chance to talk about value a little bit more and how their roles and their positions and their spots on this team, even though we are in a passing league, how they have a ton of value. So I hope you enjoyed. We will see you hopefully tomorrow for our regular episode recapping the Chicago Bears game. One week closer to Dallas, baby. One week closer to Dallas. And of course, the ever important third preseason game. So peace out. Keep on bleeding blue. And as David would say, stay beautiful.